the Oakland Park Sunday $100 budget edition of the Notorious OTV on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is completely free to download and home to all your favorite SGPN podcasts, contests, and picks. Just type SGPN into your app store today to download America's number one DGEN app. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And folks, as always, it's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I got my Cuban links yes, on. Yes, Cuban B. And I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. I got ice all over my body looking like a snowman. Big rocks in the grill dancing like a slow jam. My chain's so heavy and walking like an old man. Try me, you. And I've, I've recently started identifying as a Paul Wall. Like, I think that's just the way God made me was as a Paul Wall, like as a people's champ. Um, I like uh cold beverages in styrofoam cups uh i like 1980s lincolns of course this is it solves so much i was just a paul wall this entire time uh this gentleman i'm not sure if he joins me in the community uh but he is definitely all up in the horse racing community uh you might know him from his work from trust the profits you might know him from uh bumming around with that that one fool matthew DeSantis, who's on this show all the time uh, but he's joining for his first time, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from the beautiful state of Massachusetts. Colin Sheehan, welcome to the show, Colin. What's happening? Yeah, what an intro. And to debut the same day that Matt DeSantis debuts on Talking Horses, it's like we're both yeah. taking a step up in the world, right? We're both making that, neck, that next notch up. I've made this podcast, so I'm following yeah. in the footsteps of my idol, Matt DeSantis. See, I feel like you are arguably making the bigger class move. I feel like you're going from like a New York bread, you know, stakes race into like a, you know, just like a claimer here, you know, but it's a little step up. That does feel a lot more like it coming from my, my videos over on trust the profits. I have a, a show doubling down, which you were nice enough to join me last week. We, missed out on Mr. Butterbean, you know, of course that we oh, should have yeah. on the name, but uh, so glad to come back and try and take another shot here at Oakland. I, I feel like that's twice now where I've, I've made the, the point to say that I will never call the horse anything, but butter, butter being the knockout machine and, uh, still not win better. And it wins, uh, and at like boxcar odds. So, you know, uh, we, we did manage, yeah, we could manage to connect on spin Benjamins in the, in the finale, which I think last week I talked to five people about that specific race and all five people pick Spin Benjamin, so I thought we were royally boned there, uh, quite honestly. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's usually how it goes up. But at least we both went one for two. It stinks when you come on and go 0 for two. That's that's the uh, what you definitely want to avoid when you're trying to put together a daily double, a bet that we both uh, are fond of. Oh, yeah. And, oh, lovely ride in that race. Had just a nightmare, nightmare trip. Uh, had to check really hard. Uh, I, I know that they were they were unhappy with that ride. But, Colin, you're you're new to the show. Uh, I mentioned you're from the Massachusetts area. How, how'd you get started with horse racing? Where'd you kind of cut your teeth? Uh, what, what do you love about it? Tell me, tell me all your feelings about your feelings. Yeah. Like, well, like so many of us, uh, through my father, right. So there's a picture of me at 
you know, one years old sitting on the couch uh, in an apartment that was on the track side of Rockingham Park up in New Hampshire. And you've got a picture of me holding the daily racing form. And you got to look really closely, but I can tell that that's the program in my hand. So I knew at a young age, my dad had already, uh, he would probably moved into that apartment because it was right next to Rockingham Park. And then we moved down to Boston and uh, Suffolk Downs, obviously for a while was a place that we'd frequent. Sure. And then around 14 or 15, he started taking me up to Saratoga and we've gone basically every single year since, uh, aside from the one year, which my son was born in July, that, that was the one year we, we missed the trip together. Uh, but it just became an annual tradition, just like so many of us. That's how we got into the sport. Uh, I remember back when I was 18 and hanging out with my buddies, we'd take that trip up to Rockingham park cause they had the nighttime racing. And nice. so Friday night, you're 18, you can't drink, but you can grab a cigar and, and go up to the track and sit under the lights and, and bet some ponies. And, uh, you know, so it was just kind of been inter interweaved into my growing up and, and stuff we did hanging out with my buddies. And then obviously a year ago, starting to actually take what my professional job is, is working in production and television and, and saying, hey, people are doing this. How, why don't I take what I enjoy uh, from a pastime and combine that with what I have learned in my 18 years working in television? And that's how I've landed upon Trust the Profits. It's very scary when you first put yourself out there. Uh, as so many of us probably have felt that way when you start to do it. So anyone that's out there, you just have to do it. Just dive in. Uh, this community, for all the crap it gets on Twitter, is actually very welcoming. And when we meet people like yourself and like Matt and the people over at Trust the Profits, and if you just hang around in the right crowds, uh, you realize we all love this sport so much and you, and you build some relationships that I have can easily say I'll be forever friends with just through the one year of doing this. Yeah, I... I completely know what you're talking about with that like yeah uh matthew desantis like i tell that i tell that i've never met matthew desantis in person but when i when i do we're gonna hug and we're gonna touch middles whenever we do it and uh i'm gonna you know t i tell him i love him i'm like man you're a good friend of mine so I, I love you to death and uh good for him today by the way uh what where, where did you say uh, uh rockingham was was it in manch vegas is that what they called it uh no a little bit south it's in salem salem new hampshire so okay. You got to go a little bit further up to get to Manch Vegas, but uh, right on, right over the Boston, uh, Massachusetts, New Hampshire line, you'll find Rockingham Park, which unfortunately now is a, you know, a parking lot of condos and malls and that type of thing. That's how as, that's as how Suffolk our Downs is turning towards too. Right. I hope it'd be nice to have Suffolk Downs kind of uh, rejuvenated. I I I've, it's feel like that's something that's been floated out there a few times, but I, I don't really know the specifics. And if I try to talk about them, I'll probably sound like an asshole and get everything real, really wrong. So, well, um, Suffolk Downs, is, I live a mile from Suffolk Downs. It's being redeveloped into, you know, your typical condo outdoor living space, which is going to be great for the yeah. community, but we've lost the track. And there was talk of uh, maybe out in Western Massachusetts, as you get up to the Berkshires, putting a track, but, um, it's gone back and forth with public votes and hasn't really gotten steam, unfortunately. Unfortunate. Uh, let's talk about happier things and that specifically what we're going to be talking about for the show. Uh, it's going to be another one of our $100 budget shows. Uh, we're doing it for Oakland Park Sunday card. I'm recording these out of sequence, or this might just be the last episode I do this week. I'm going to Oakland tomorrow, guys. I don't really care what happens uh, on Friday, just to be just to be flat out honest with everyone. It's my first trip to the, to the track this year. May, may, you might just get two. We'll see how it goes. Um, we're doing our $100 budget show. It's for the Sunday card. That's right, Sunday, the 17th of December, year of our Lord, 2023. First post is at 1.30 Eastern, 12.30 God's time. 
and uh, 1030 uh, specific time zone. Uh, You know, you if you've listened before, our $100 budgets are any race, any wager type, whatever makes money. And the reason that we do it is it's just so damn interesting. Uh, All these different handicappers that I've had on to do them. Everyone approaches cards in a different way and how they they want to the, play them. Like some people will look through it sequentially and it will just kind of find itself how they want to scale everything out. Others will have like, you know, they'll be gone out of order and they'll know what horse that they want to play specifically and like want to hammer and we'll have to, you know, build like a pyramid around it of, of bets. And it's always really interesting. Uh, Colin, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I, I had so much fun, you know, on doubling down talking horses and talking kind of strategy behind it. So I knew that this would be would be a lot of fun. Did you have an overarching kind of strategy for the for the card? How do you kind of how do you eat the whole elephant? Well, my first thoughts were Chase must not, must not think much of me because he brought me in for th- like two claiming and two maiden claimers right off the bat. So I'm going yeah. through this card going, oh, my God, oh, my God. But actually, Chase... That's where I'm actually best. So I know doubling down, uh, you know, the people want to hear your opinions on what's going to be the big prep races, right? So I tend to just follow that track as we go towards the Kentucky Derby, and that leads me to where I'm going to go. But as far as, like, my personal me playing the horses on a weekend, uh, the maiden claiming, the claiming levels, like, that's actually where I have a lot more success. So although you may have trapped me into these these lower-rung races over at Oaklawn on a Sunday, I think you went right into my wheelhouse. Uh, I do I do tend to, on this type of, when you presented this to me, just go sequentially. Let's start with race one. Let's go through it. Let's start with race two. Um, and I quickly started going through them and not finding anybody that I was really high on, right? So I get through race four, and I'm like, all right, I got to find something here. Uh, and race four is where I started to kind of get into the meat of it. Um, I know you're going to make me start with race one, though, because when I got to the end of my my betting and putting together my, my ticket. I had $2 left over, right? You had a, had a dangler. You had a dangler on us. Yeah. And that's, that's absolutely you. You're what's funny is I told him, I was like, okay, we'll go through sequentially. He's like, I'm going to loop back to the first race because I had a a dangling, you know, $2 win bet. I was like, Oh no. Oh, it it miss, miss the first shots at Lexington and Concord. No, thank you. We got to get this Fort Sumter off our chest. Uh, (laughs) I'll, I'll go ahead and set up the rate for the race for you. It's eight furlongs, a $16,000 non-winners and two lifetime claimer. Uh, it's on the dirt. Guess what? They're all on the dirt. Uh, where did this, uh, you know, it was a small caliber that, that killed the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, uh, I believe, uh, to start World War One. And uh, even though this is a, 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 you know, like a pea shooter of a shot, doesn't mean it can't have gigantic repercussions down the road. Go for it, Colin. Well, it's a total sound the alarm because the number five horse's name is Shebe Sheehan. So Colin Sheehan can't, you know, I got to the end and I was like, well, I can't pass on this horse, even though my first time through, I was going to, this is a horse I've bet on multiple times. Right. And the only time I didn't bet this damn horse was the maiden claimer at Oaklawn park when he was the favorite and she won. Right. But I was like, okay, no skin of the game is the favorite. Right. Loses by 30 lengths, 24 lengths, 12 lengths. I'm like, all right, I'm done betting she be Sheehan. But when we got to the end and I had $2, I said, well, I got to go back and throw some. I can't let she be Sheehan not uh, pass right. me here at 8-1. to one. Now, the four Byzantine, last year's form wins this race, right? I mean, the, the speed figures are off of that race. Uh, what this horse was doing last year stand out and probably could be actually a pretty nice price at 5-1 to one, taking the drop here. 
but first time through, nothing really stood out to me. It was only a wheel around that we came back and said, all right, got to bet the name. Right, right. Hey, I respect it. Uh, it because it's always, uh, for me, it's it's daughter's name uh, that if I don't bet it, then it's guaranteed that it will win. Uh, also, I have a very complicated relationship with any horse with wolf in the name. Uh, because if you... you yeah. Oh my God. Like, because if I, if I hit it, like I never get credit for it because it's like, Oh, of course oh, you did. Of course you played it. It, yeah, I just have Wolf in the name. So you did that. No, man. Like, and if I don't play it, like, it looks like I'm just trying to be like, not a poser and not play the horse with like Wolf in the name. Um, all right, real quick, before I hit my first play, uh, got to get a word in from our good friends over at underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long nfl nba nhl college basketball and college that just there's just the word college there okay football oh there it is simply pick higher or lower your favorite players uh fantasy stats and cash in heck my underdog pick them for today's show it's already going on it's austin eckler over 13 carries we'll see how that ends up so watch along make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com Sign up for promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And just need to get a little rehydration interlude in real quick. There we go. Refreshing. Refreshing, juvenile. Uh, Colin's trying to reconcile what just happened on his screen, I think. Oh, there he is. I'm here. I'm good. And I, and, and you got a perfect little, uh, going right into this next race here. The underdog that you just spoke of is, is you're, you're kicking it off here with a nice underdog. Yeah, man. I I'm going after it, uh, in race two, it's, uh, the eight and a half for a long $30,000 non-winners of two lifetime optional claimer, uh, once again on the dirt. And I'm taking a shot with a big price in this and it is going to be, the three assumption at 15 to one uh i'm going at it with a ten dollar win place uh assumption should hopefully be in position for the patented swoop there it is oakline maneuver in this race it it has some closing kick and i like that you know it's second off of a very long layoff gets lynn schlaberad and it seems to run well uh, when it draws more to the inside of the field is what i've noticed whenever it's down in the one two three kind of hole it seems to run its best Unlike the chalk and second choice who both run terribly when they draw wide like they are today. So it felt like a good spot to try to take a shot at an overlay here with the three. Uh, Plus this one has some versatility in the running lines. And, you know, I think that's going to serve it well. Uh, And then also looking at what I kind of think the bias might be, it might be a little bit more towards the inside. Uh, I I have the the angle of going against the chalk because of their, their post draws. I have the angle of having an overlay because of its post draw. I have another overlay with it. This is just a reflex part wheel trifecta uh, for me. So I, I take my two horses that I like on top, and it's the one and three. Uh, and then I wheel in my, my horse, I think, uh, could get a piece for second. So it's one three with one three eight with one three eight nine. I'd be shocked if those four horses aren't the superfecta. Wouldn't be a lot of money in that superfecta, but there would be if I can get this trifecta with the one or the three on top. Uh, what, did you have any thoughts on, uh, on assumption? You think I'm, I'm just stark raving mad? No, I think that's a, a good play, especially, uh, you have a, a 15 to one here. The first time I went through and handicapped, I didn't have the odds. 
And when I get the odds and I go back and I look, I highlighted some of the things you talked about. I also highlighted in red the fact that this horse's best races were in 2021 and in the beginning of 2022. So you're certainly relying on uh, this horse bouncing back to that. But if you're getting 15 to 1, uh, I think that's a really good good play there in, in this type of race where I didn't have any strong opinions, so I passed. All right. Well, so you came back up with race four, uh, the six furlong, twelve and a half thousand dollar maiden claimer, uh, champagne wishes and caviar dreams right here with this race. Um, what what'd you think of this one? This is one that I, I definitely passed over it and just kind of hit the skip button on. Uh, what about what plan for this one? Load up those bases and I'll knock in the grand slam, baby, because the maiden claimers are where I love to, uh, like I said, make my hay. And that's where. I have this crazy angle and anybody that knows me from my shows, Sean Patrick Nolan is going to immediately know what I say is when I go through a maiden claimer race for the first time, don't really have a strong opinion. There's an immediate angle that I'm then going to look at. And that is the most experienced horse, right? So the horses that have raced the most, this is a maiden claimer. This is your lowest level. And I want one of those horses to have shown the tiniest bit of early speed or any, inkling that they might get to the front end and in a maiden claimer race that's all really you need sometimes is horses that get to the front and the rest of them they don't even want to uh continue on they say i'm done and i'll just hang out i'm here to run with my friends uh the same thing i'll add in those types of races is unraced horses so that to me is like boom line them up because i'm gonna bet something nicely here and i have that exact angle here right the number one he's raced seven times Three, four, five back was one, two lengths, even ahead right off the lead. Okay, so shown that ability to possibly get out to the front. You're getting five to one. I like the price. Number six, Kamikaze Blue. This is the horse that's raced the most times. And you got to go back to August and July. This horse, at least at the beginning of the race, showed a little bit of early speed, which is a lot more than you can say for a lot of these in here. I'll get to the favorite. But I'm also going to throw in that number five, 12, Colin for dollars. You get a little Colin play there as well. So we got the Colin and the Sheehan here on our bet. Yeah, so man. we're all good. Uh, yeah. This horse is sired by Dial-In, who hits at 13% for the first-time starters and has shown some pretty good workouts at Oakland. I think it's interesting enough at 12 to 1 to throw those three horses in a box and hit a $2 exacta box, 1, 5, and number 6. Now you got to deal with this number 7, oh my God, who's the favorite here. To me, it's a suspicious drop, and, and these always worry me dropping into the maiden claimers, and I'm always concerned that I'm just going to get smoked here, and it's possible, right? You get a horse that put up an 81 Brisnet speed figure first time out, also showed a lot of that early speed in a higher level. Look, I'm flirting with fire, but when I see the angle that I'm interested in, which is those uh, at this maiden claiming level, I'm not going to pass it up. So to back myself up, I'm going to put the 156 on top and key those right over the 7 for a dollar. And then I'll come back and put the seven on top and I'll play more money on that bet because with the seven being even money, uh, you're probably going to want to watch the will pays. So I'll do seven over the one, five, six, but that'll be $3. So for me, it's a $24 spend here in race four on Sunday. I like it. I, I, I also like it. We do some things slightly different, but altogether, like it seems like framing strategies are kind of the, the same. Uh, I like to instantly look for, uh, the horse that I can't verifiably say sucks, uh, you know, so that's usually the new shooter. I usually try to pick out a new shooter. I'm with you on the, uh, 
on the things like the uh, equipment changes on horses that shown that they would like to get to the lead or packed it in. In fact, I've got to play on one just like that a little bit later. Uh, this, this puts me on, on my third and fourth play here. Uh, I'm into race five uh, and uh, I'm kicking off a daily double in this one, but also playing a straight up win here. Uh, so let me set up race five, uh, which is a six furlong $50,000 allowance race. Uh, listen, you can't hit the daily double if you don't hit the old pick one first. So I'm going with the $10 win uh, on the horse. I think is probably my clearest winner on the card. And it's uh, a la carte at five to two. Number one. Uh, this is not just a Homer pick. This is not just because I had John on the show. Uh, I, I think that this one ends up being lonerly speed and it's the fastest in the race. Uh, it's essentially just a Diodoro horse, uh, since he's still on his 15 day suspension, uh, since it should make its own trip drawn at the rail, this is exactly the kind of horse that I want to single in horizontal sequences. The horse does not have to rely on anybody else. It looks like the fastest horse in the race. doesn't have to rely on a pace setup. This is exactly the kind of horse that I want to single. So I'm using, uh, I'm using a la carte cart there with, you know, win betting. Uh, I'm, I'll put a floor on that. Uh, if it, if it's like four to five, three to five, of course, I'm going to probably abstain from that win bet. But anywhere from two to one or greater, I'll, I'll win bet that. And then I'm going to play a $5 daily double. And I'm going to use a la carte to try to connect to some a couple usable horses, but also a couple of long prices that I like in the next race. The first one, um, I famous last words. I think we might have a live Nick Zito horse, uh, maybe. Uh, in race six, the $115,000 uh, made special weight. I'm using this Nick Zito horse because it looks like early speed that didn't make the lead and packed it in. I love betting horses back also that were eased last time out. That is 100% a dirty little pig boy angle for me. Little pig boy. <laughs> Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic dirty bitch baby mistress gets the stand up. So I listen, Nick Zito is not about to win a race on Sunday and I'm not going to have it. The daily double. There's no way that I'm going to let that happen. Uh, Cause for some reason I feel like every Nick Zito horse is live. You know, I don't think he's won in like three years now. Uh, also going to use the three lat long at three to one. Uh, this one just makes too much sense not to use it. And at the $5 base, I think I'm probably good. I probably turn a little bit of a profit, even if I end up at $20 play here. Uh, then I'm using the five, uh, Mazmac at nine to two, the Brad Cox horse. Um, another one that I, you just kind of have to use. And I think that I probably t better profit than I, than I do if I, uh, hit lat long in this one. And then I'm using, uh, the 15 to one, the number seven, no judgment. It looks so, it, it looks a little too stacked in early pace here. So I'm using my strongest opinion on the card a la carte as an anchor into the uh, possible day maker with, with, with uh, justifiably. So uh, hopefully drawn on the rail, the horse gets out to the lead and just gets brave. Uh, and then also uh, possibly with uh, no judgment who has shown the ability to pass other horses. That's something that I really like to look for in made in special weight races. Uh, Cause those are always dangerous. Cause that is a learned skill. Uh, 81 figure. I don't know why the price is so big on this, but that was my play. A daily double one with the one, three, five, and seven. All right. On to race six. But first, got to get a word in from the good nerds at Hall of Fame Bets. 
who want you to win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users Researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And real quick, rehydration interlude. Yo, I just bought a dinosaur like Nicolas Cage. Uh, hey, what happened? Hey, what's going on? All right, uh, Colin was in on on race six here. Another maiden special weight because you had back to back five six, uh, eight and a half for a long hundred fifteen thousand dollar maiden special weight. Colin, what did you do in race six? Uh, we did we have any overlap with our horses? We did. I'm I'm with you on that one, Nick the Nick Zito horse. But real quick, I missed that I had a daily double from that race four. I'm going to use those same three one five six. And in race five, I know you liked that a la carte, but I had that this race was actually a really good betting race. So I think that you're going to get what you want from that five to two. I don't, I don't know how much lower it's going to drop because sure. I ended up with the two, three, seven, nine in here. I spread a little bit more, but this was the first race that I stopped on and went, okay, you got some competition in here, I think. How about this seven, Raven's Nest? 20 to one, $105,000 purchase who started out on a synthetic ran some okay races, moved to the grass, just did not take to that. Then comes down to Church uh, Churchill on November 3rd and wins at 30-1 to 1 and putting up an 81. Now, I know that's a maiden claiming race, and you're expecting a huge jump up here, but similar to you on the 20-1 to 1 that you liked earlier, uh, there's an opportunity here where I think if this horse can repeat that, uh, at least should be in the mix. Uh, I also liked the number two boat song. This horse has uh, loved Oaklawn Park uh, last year. Or earlier in this year, Gallardo gets back aboard. Uh, I think you got some interest in there. And I loved Kingdom. I think you have a consistent horse here who likes to get to the front. Three to one, not totally crazy about. Um, like I said, I capped without the odds the first time through. Uh, so I went two, three, seven, nine to round out that first double in race number four. Now in race six, um, I went with the one, three, four exacta box. Uh, what I wrote down for your Nick Zito horse, why not? Why not here? Yeah. I mean, why, why, why not today? Yeah. Who says that we can't? Right. I, I'm, I'm okay giving Nick Zito a, you know, a second time out. I love the fact that he gets a three on the speed figure because you know people are just going to immediately cross a line through it. And yeah. to me, you're getting a horse sired by Justify and there's a $375,000 per purchase. Yeah. I'll take a shot. I'll take a shot there. That's a good spot for me. Uh, I liked Lat Long as well. So draw a line through that race on the turf. You got a horse that lost to Doorknock three back. We all know Doorknock, the brother to Maze, just performed extremely well at Aqueduct. I went a little bit different than you. Didn't go with Mass Mac. I went with Common Defense. Um, not crazy about the Chemic Peak first time. So you can you can knock me on that one. Uh, I looked at that first that last workout at Fairgrounds. And I combined that with the 18% for Kerry Conti, who uh, hits at 18% on the first-time starters. And that's an angle I just – I always attracted to those high percentages for horses that are coming out first time because I think you get good prices on horses that people aren't going to, like, they want to see something from. 
I'll take a shot that first time and, and give it right. to me. So uh, I'm going to go one, three, four, exact a box, $2 here in race six. I will say, I think you, if my horse a la carte loses in the previous race in the fifth, I'm pretty certain you have uh, the horse that will beat it because uh, uh, old, old DJ is obnoxiously hot right now. Say this, say go DJ. David Jacobson is just wearing them out on the, he's got one that's going to be running on Friday. I think he, he's going to absolutely crush with the stop, drop and pop uh, with. So, all right, moving on. Uh, I think it's back to me race seven here. Uh, I've got a, let's see, go ahead and set up the race five and a half furlong, $15,000 claimer. Uh, this is my, my last play. It is. Uh, I had to make my math work. Uh, you can tell I, I opted to work from the beginning uh, and go all the way straight through, uh, whereas Colin was maybe a little bit more tactical than I was. I have a $14 win play you got show. Tired. You got tired and just said, uh, I'm done at race seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, a $12 win play show on the 12, or sorry, $14 win play show on the 12 Gold Baron at 15 to 1. I love horses that can pass in these five and a half furlong races, especially when they get the wide outside draw and hit that tractor trail closing move at Oaklawn Park, the rail and trail bias. It looked like it was alive last weekend. Hopefully it's still there because uh, I could see Gold Baron at a massive price, uh, a la Butterbean and a la Spending Benjamins uh, in, in the last couple races uh, last weekend, uh, just flying up the middle of the track late. So uh, with my $14 win play show, uh, I, I'm in for what 42 bucks for, for uh gold Baron to, uh, go right there. A hundred dollars on the nose. Colin, I, I turn it over to you, sir, because in race eight, you've got a, a pick three kicking off. So let me go ahead. I'll set up a race eight for you. Uh, six furlongs, $80,000, non winners, a one something. I'm not your condition reader. I'm not here to read your conditions. Get your, get your past performances and read your own damn conditions, but it's six furlongs and it's an optional claimer. Uh, take me on a journey, good sir. Yeah, well, I will say I like the choice there at fifteen to one for Gold Baron. I think um, I, do any of those horses really want the five and a half furlongs? And I think you have a horse that has some success at that distance, so perfectly legitimate taking a shot there. The other option for me from a distance standpoint would have been the ten, but you're getting yours at fifteen to one. The ten's three to one. All the power to you, and hopefully we we hit that and bring that winnings into race eight here which to me i thought we had a really great field of fillies two-year-olds with some great breeding you got horses by maximus mischief who's been absolutely on fire first time starters arrogate omaha beach um and this is another race that certainly grabbed my attention i decided to go with uh i think the five divine girl at eight to one is going to get a nice pace set up here in order to close just as she did november 18th at churchill downs uh, Coastal Invasion, I was really high on, of course, seven to five. You're getting Brad Cox, Florent Giroux. Uh, if you go by Brisnet Prime Power, you're getting a horse here that is 10 points over the rest of the field, and that hits at about 55, 60%. Of course, you don't have as much stats to go off of here, but this horse is sired by Omaha Beach, a $700,000 purchase. Uh, it's been on the bench since October 29th. I think you're going to get uh, a pretty solid run here from the four. And I also went with the nine Tortuga Island at 12 to one. The 12 to one price was extremely attractive to me. You got a horse here who went four and a half, five, five and a half furlongs 
and jumped by 20 points in each of those three races, winning by nine lengths, sired by Palace Mouse, who obviously is sired by Curlin. I think Tortuga Island at 12 to 1. And not maybe not necessarily to kick off your pick three, but if you're looking at an exacta type bet, uh, I wouldn't leave this nine Tortuga Island off your ticket. So I'm going to go four, five, nine to get me through race eight here in both a daily double and my pick three. And when I got to race nine, a little horse stood out to me. Last year, I told you I started doing my shows, and there was a horse that I really started paying attention to in the two-year-olds in November, number 12, 10 days later. This horse, if you look at that October 1st race of uh, October 2022, this horse made an unbelievable rally late in that race, moved from the inside to the outside. And I had this horse circled last year in that time frame, saying, I think this horse has quite a bit of talent here. Came back, broke the maiden next time out, right? Then ran into horses like Confidence Game, Angel of Empire, Victory Formation. You know, it's just horses where, yeah, 10 days later didn't end up getting to that point on the Derby Trail. But I think you have a talented horse here. And came out and backed it up with a solid second last time out at Churchill, putting up a Brisnet 94. You're getting three to one. Julian Le Perouse started off really well down at Oakland at the meet. Uh, you get Ken McPeak getting up my favorite. But uh, 10 days later is the one that I went through the card, and that's the one I think I'm going to try and build myself around, hopefully getting a nice little bit of a price. Uh, so 10 days later, uh, I also included Elusive Target. And so I know I'm crazy about 10 days later, but when I went through this card, uh, Elusive Target at 12 to 1 was another one that I just I just filtered out the dirt races and the figures to me stand out enough. So I like it when you get a little bit of cloudy. People look at speed figures and they're only looking maybe at the races that were on the turf and you think horse maybe doesn't have it. Filter out those dirt races and I think you have some uh, talent here for someone that's shipping in and it's first off of the claim sired by Gunrunner. Uh, 11 and 12 are the two that I'm going to use to get through here. I'm also going to put uh, a $10 win on 10 days later. That would be my one win bet of the day. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to jump in real quick to say what's cool about this is whenever I get to do like a card with people is like, you can kind of start to pick up on things that, that people like. And I think I know, I think I've found something that you're a dirty little pig boy for <laughs> little pig boy comes from the dirt. <laughs> and that's, that's Horses that ran at Kentucky Downs running back on the dirt. This is the second one that you've keyed in on that is, has hadn't really showed it, didn't really show much at Kentucky Downs, but then comes back and runs gangbusters like two, two back off of Kentucky Downs turf. So uh, I like that angle too. I'm a fan. I'll say. As long as it's not next out, right? Next out off Kentucky Downs is usually a fade for you. You don't want to play them right yeah. off of that. But two back, I think you're okay. Yeah. I just, I just love seeing that they ran at Kentucky down. Like, I feel like they, I know that they, they've got something with that horse. Like if the horse ran at Kentucky downs this summer. So I, I see, I see you. you see I me? see you college. You're on to me. You're on to me. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, you're, are you on to the finale here? Race 10. We're on to the finale. All right. It's one mile, $25,000 non-winners and one something for the Arky breads, uh, optional claimer, $25,000. Uh, bring us home, bring us home here. This is the layoff race. This is the race you get laid in because half of the horses here have been, haven't been on the track in five, six, eight, nine, ten months. And um, I read the complete handicapper. And one thing that they wrote in there 
is that if you're getting horses off of really long layoffs, eight, nine, 10 months, expect that first race to back to be a little bit jazzed up and they're going to be excited to get back and they're probably going to outperform what you might expect. Maybe get back to a lifetime best, but then the second off is when you definitely want to fade them. For me, in a race like this, I'm not really interested in a horse that's coming off of that long of a layoff. I'm going to go for the ones uh, that are maybe into, into shape. And I'm going to land it on the 1, the 10, and the 13 here. This was a little bit of a eh race. It wasn't crazy. Um, I'm hoping that the 13 draws in because I think that this horse for Carl Broberg um, has an absolute shot. I think the speed figures are there. Um, what are the odds? Sorry. Uh, 13. 9 to 2. Yep. Uh, is that what it is? No, sorry. 7 to 2. 7 to 2. So it's okay. Um, I prefer the 10 here. Where's Randy? You're getting Julian Ray Peru back. Uh, so I landed 1, 10, 13. So that pick three ends up being 4, 5, 9 with the 11, 12 with the 1, 10, 13. I like it. Uh, I, I like it quite a bit. Uh, there, just I keep seeing things in here that that you pull, you're pulling out that I'm I'm like okay, all right. Uh, the first one is uh, thank you for saying. I think the way that you kind of uh, said that this is a crappy Arkansas uh, bred race was the most polite way uh, that anyone has has said it yet. Usually, I just get I get shit from people who are like, and then I had to handicap this friggin. Arkansas bread race here. So uh, you're like, you know, it's not the most. I, I like that. I like a little bit of s- subtleness, children. That's what it's about. A little bit of subtlety. Polite. Um, Politeness on the first episode. Episode two, I'll come right at you. Yeah, look at that. Look, look, he, he came in with a ton of information. He even had a, a, a little super secret angle that I was able to coax out of him there with his his dirty little pig boy Kentucky Kentucky Downs uh, shirts, which, by the way, there are some dirty little pig boy shirts coming and they are glorious nice glorious um yeah man uh yeah this was i i really like i like how this man caps the card so you be be expecting to see colin around uh a lot more often uh i more than likely will have him uh on to do this a lot um yeah uh colin uh go ahead let everyone know where they can find you and uh what what time your uh, your shows are and uh and everything like that Yes, yeah, CSheen45 on your Twitter X, whatever you're calling it these days. Uh, trust the Prophets at YouTube. Swing on over, like, subscribe. We've got content coming every day for you, including live shows Thursday nights. Uh, I do the enhanced replays of all the Kentucky Derby prep races, so I'm going to do the Springboard Mile tomorrow night late. We'll see if it comes out tomorrow night or Saturday, but what I like to do is bring the past performances to the screen as the race is happening and try to give you an angle of maybe something that's missed. I have a key, key playback alert. Everyone just kind of pays attention to the winner. Let's look into that field and maybe try to catch us some information for later down the line when the Kentucky Derby uh, turns into the new year, which is unbelievable that we're already there. Uh, and the, before we know it, it'll be Pegasus. And then you're into Derby preps that everyone's talking about. So we've almost made it back around. It's, it's amazing how quick the calendar just spins back around on you. Right, right. And now we'll we'll get to, at least this year, like – we already know what everyone's going to be like whining about right, o- right away uh, with the, the Belmont moving to, uh, to Saratoga. So I got my tickets. I'll be there. If that can just be the, the one issue, if that can just be our issue until it happens. And like, we don't uh, manage to, I don't know, for really lack of better terms, um, 
uh, trip over our own dicks uh, on the biggest days possible. Uh, that would be fantastic. That's that's my my wish for for 2024 horse racing in the Triple Crown uh, series. That's for sure, for sure. Uh, because whenever my sister starts asking me about things, it's like, God damn, yeah. horse racing. We need yeah. we need to clean this up. We need to clean yeah. this up if if Laura Laura Sesums Grimes is involved. Those are the questions um, my mother will ask me too. What's happening to all those horses in Churchill yeah. Downs? And you're just like, ha, ha. what's up with the sport that you like? Is it? Are you a monster? Is that yeah. what's going on? <laughs> um, no, no, I'm not. But all right, that's gonna do it for us here. I, I'm too tired. I'm, I'm just trailing off. Uh, make sure that you can call on a follow. Check out his show, Dublin Down, and all the great stuff that he does with uh, Trust the Profits. You know, it's funny. It's it's like uh, my social media sphere. It, it was like uh, we I'd kind of grazed against uh, trust the prophets. And then I think I got in with Matthew and then it was like, oh, there's all this stuff like just just outside of, of where I normally am. And, and it's, you know, all really great stuff. They got really good, good people working there. So check that out. And that's going to do it for us here at the Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Network. We will catch you next time.